Hello and welcome to a podcast, the podcast. I'm Lee. I'm Robbie. And this episode is brought to you by, this can't be right, a podcast, the podcast. What? That's right. A podcast, the podcast is an hour-ish long improvisational show from podcasters and comedians. Well, (laughs) that's generous. Lee and Robbie. Uh, Each week, eh, give or take. Uh, they get together to talk about various topics, including uh, world news, politics, pop culture, etc. The podcast, the podcast, is streaming on all platforms, and new episodes are available almost every Wednesday. Yeah, sounds pretty cool to me. Yeah, thanks. Uh, you know, it, it is it is true. Th- this show really does sponsor itself, doesn't it? <laughs> Absolutely, it does. <laughs> We're self-reliant. We've pulled ourselves up by our bootstraps. We don't That's need right. no goddamn advertiser ha- handouts. <laughs> Actually, you know what? No, no, no. This this entire month of our show has been paid for by our dear friend and uh, by default number one fan, Carrie. <laughs> Who? Yeah. Okay. We. I, I did actually want to talk about this. <laughs> yeah. So go. Go ahead. So Carrie uh, <laughs> commented on one of our posts that she wanted a shirt. So I uh, kind of, while tipsy, trying to like just for goofs, calling her bluff, set up a Teespring store <laughs> and made a shirt. Yeah. See. <laughs> I didn't click on the link because I thought it was fake. <laughs> I did, and then she posts a picture with the shirt, and I'm like, "What the fuck? I don't even have one." Yeah, so shirts are available. <laughs> and do we um, have a link on the in, on the Instagram and stuff? Yes. Yeah, so okay, good. I, I just did that. So, um, it, a single shirt uh, will fund an entire month of our show. We yes, pay a subscription to the service that we use to record this remotely with each other, and the fifty uh, percent margin on the T-shirt will cover that subscription for a month. So twelve, if we sell just twelve shirts, we can fund an entire year of our show, which would be awesome. Yes. Because Anchor ain't really paying the bills these days, <laughs> and no. neither <laughs> neither is anyone else. <laughs> um, so yeah, if you're interested, if you want to help us out, if you enjoy our show or just i don't know want to spend that stimulus money i don't i don't know um if if you feel like it uh the sh- the shirt surprising well i guess not surprisingly i don't know what to expect from the quality of teespring's clothing but uh yeah the shirt looks great actually i was uh happily surprised with how well it turned out it looks yeah like legit merchandise maybe i should get one yeah there you go yeah pay for a month of our subscription and um and so that wasn't supposed to be shitty at all you know that happens a lot with you lee michael i'm starting to notice a pattern oh gosh um hey, no. I, pay, I paid for the soundcloud for like two and a half years I no i know no no i that no i i genuinely yeah no I, it's cool yeah I, I know uh, i know what you mean yeah yeah um so yeah the link is in our bio on instagram which you should be following uh instagram slash a pod the pod and just follow that link and order yourself a shirt uh hopefully soon we'll have like an actual picture of someone wearing the shirt on there and convince carrie to 
do a photo shoot or something. I don't know. Take a selfie, whatever. Yeah. Carrie, just sure. can you take a selfie in the shirt and send she it did. to us? She, she put it on. Well, like a better Instagram. one. <laughs> well, like yeah, don't, don't don't be a fucking piece of shit about it, Carrie. Let's get a little <laughs> get a little pizzazz in it. Um, a little razzle dazzle. Some something that won't get us thirsty M's, you know. <laughs> oh. uh, no, can't say that joke. Anyway, we should move on. So yeah. Uh, if you would like to buy a shirt, help contribute to the show, feel free to do so. Um, I know we have at least 12 listeners, so. <laughs> yeah, if any of our Irish fans want to. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't know if it ships internationally or not. I have presumably. Yeah, I would assume I don't so. Know, I don't know what the overhead would be on that, but. You know. Yeah, the one person in Australia and the, what was it, like 3% in Ireland? Yeah, it's know? like three people, I think, something like that. <laughs> What's three percent of our streams, Robbie? What are you saying? Yeah. We have a hundred streams. <laughs> Sorry, that point seven five of a person in Ireland, the fetus that's listening. That, yeah, <laughs> that limbless gimp in Dublin, uh, uh, listening through his phone speaker at the pub because he can't change it to anything else because uh, he doesn't have arms. That's true. You can't even join his friends in the Grand Irish tradition of alcoholism. That's right. You gotta have hands to pick up a beer. Yeah, they have straws there. Oh, did they? I didn't know that Ireland hated turtles. Oh, they hate everything. They're especially Irish. the English. Yeah. Yeah. I know they especially hate being confused for being Scottish. Yes, although the Scottish and the Irish are both united in their hatred of the English, which I think is beautiful. Yes. Well, someone, someone's got to hate them. <laughs> Might as well be everybody. <laughs> um, Ain't that the truth? Yeah. So we're back. It's a new year. New me. Um, a lot of uh, yeah. I was gonna make a joke about that. You know, New Year's resolution time for the next. Well, we're already a weekend, so the next two weeks, I guess. <laughs> I know. Um, Although this year you can't uh, spam gym memberships like people usually do. That's right. Well, you can, I guess, in some places. (laughs) In some parts of the country, maybe. Yeah. You know what? Maybe this will finally be the year we, uh, like, uh, put an effort into our podcast. Uh, Yeah. Should we have another discussion about it? No, no, no. no, no, no. (laughs) I still have the notes from the other times. (laughs) Yeah, me too. Yeah. (laughs) Um, it's funny. So I, I, I got like a small promotion at work to where I'm, uh, it's not even a, I shouldn't call it. I was given more responsibilities at work, more things to do. Any more pay? Um, so uh, it's a gray area. (laughs) Okay, sure. It's not like a hourly increase, but there is money to be made. Like bonuses or something? Yeah. 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 So, Um, so I'm, I'm writing, I'm ordering the dairy products and going into the new year, I was told by the guy who is relinquishing the duties of that to me, who was like training me for a little bit. He was like assuring me, you know, that pretty much all the dairy stuff that's fat free is what's going to be going off the shelves at the start of the new year. If at all, you know, everyone's mm-hmm. going to be on their diets, blah, 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 blah. 
Um, what's interesting is that didn't happen at all. <laughs> and we sold out of full fat yogurt. Nice. Uh, <laughs> and uh, full fat milk is flying off the shelves. Basically, it seems like people just don't give a shit, which is heartening to me. It is. I love that. I was going to say, this is the kind of New Year's resolutions that I can get behind. People just oh, I think chugging <laughs> shots of <laughs> heavy cream or whatever they're doing. Yeah, just just to feel some, just, just to feel good for a just second. Just binging White Russians, hopefully. <laughs> just drinking buttermilk, <laughs> putting putting chocolate syrup in it, mainlining strawberry <laughs> ice cream. Oh gosh, yeah, just fucking. You've heard of chocolate milk? Have you ever had? Cream brulee milk. I don't know. I Anyways, yeah, why not? Um, I guess that'd be sort of like a latte kind of drink, huh? Yeah, something like that would be pretty Anyways. close. But yeah, so uh, people aren't giving a shit. I don't know if it's um, just because like gyms aren't fully open in the first place, <laughs> or if it's just like who even cares anymore, you know? But I love it. I'm here for it. Yeah. I would prefer it to be the who. Who are you kidding? Anymore. Who are you kidding? Yeah. Just yourself, you know? Yeah. When when you tell everyone at work, around the water cooler, you started your new diet, you got your new gym membership to Planet Fitness, the place that has fucking pizza Friday. <laughs> no one no one takes you seriously. So just <laughs> stop the ruse. You're not fooling anyone. You're not gonna stick with it. It's okay. You know? It's all right. Yeah. Because if it really mattered that much, you probably would have been doing it already. And you wouldn't use yeah. the... You you wouldn't play into this stereotype, you know what I mean? Like you wouldn't just yeah. randomly decide to do it. You know what? It's a new year and I'm going to... You know, you can do it. You can do that whenever, you know? Yeah. You can, you can start working out whenever you want. There, exactly. The government can't tell you what to do. You can, you can go do it. Yeah. Yeah, it's... I, I just never understood this idea that, like... Some magical cosmic thing happens when the it when must the Earth makes a full rotation, and suddenly yeah, your yeah. whole your whole mindset resets, and you can accomplish these things that you never gave a shit about before. Just it has to be the result of like some marketing campaign or something from eighty years ago that everybody fell for. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Like engagement rings. Yeah. I bet big tobacco is to blame. Maybe. Uh, you know, it's probably some shitty industry. Big cola. <laughs> Chalk it all up to a, a, a ruthless advertising campaign by big cola. <laughs> big cola. I want to start that cola company. Yeah, you know you got your fucking conglomerates. PepsiCo. Coke. Cocaine. We're on to URC. Hey, don't come after RC. I stand for RC. Yeah, RC. RC's fucks. Why are, why are the off-brand, like, fucking random-ass sodas the best? Like, Mountain Lightning, Dr. Thunder? Yeah, Do- Dr. Thunder definitely fucks much harder than Dr. Pepper. Dude, Dr. Thunder fucks, bro. I, yeah, I don't know. That dude gets around. <laughs> that dude plows. <laughs> Dr. Pepper fucks, but Dr. Thunder plows. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. 
Yeah, yeah. no, you're right. You're right. I, yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. Got you know what I say? You know what I miss and love? What's that? What's I haven't that? had in probably 10 years at least. Uh, that Shasta Tiki Punch. I'm not familiar with that one. Oh, dude. It's like fruit punch soda, basically. Yeah, fuck with soda. That sounds uh, delightful. Yeah, it's great. You know what I saw at the liquor store today that disturbed me and, like, excited a forgotten part of myself? (laughs) What's that? (laughs) The Four Loco has a new product out (laughs) called Four Loco Pregame. And (laughs) it's basically like a hip flask of Four Loco. (laughs) And uh, I forgot what else. Oh, God. And it's like new flavors. There's a lemonade. Oh, and it's not it's not carbonated. What? It's a non-carbonated malt beverage. That sounds awful. So it's like flat for loco. Gross. Yeah, it sounds terrible. I saw it. I was looking at it uh, at the at the <laughs> it check looks stand. Looks like mouthwash. Yeah, dude, it looks like that <laughs> Listerine travel size. It does. Holy shit! Oh god, you sour know, blue raz. Oof. I guess we're gonna have to make another fishbowl. Oh god, it sounds awful. But yeah, I was I was at the Puerto de los Muertos V two. Oh god, Jesus Christ! Now with extra robitussin. Oof. Yeah, just Jesus, man. Why? Oh, anyways, so it's a new year. We've we've been off for some time. Had a little holiday break. Um, too much has happened to even attempt any sort of recap. All I want to say is that uh, I saw today. This made me think of you. Um, Iran, what? Iran filed an arrest warrant with um interpol for donald trump um (laughs) that they're hoping that interpol will um basically like allow to happen so they did this in they did this back in the summer they wanted to arrest donald trump they put out an arrest warrant interpol shut it down they're like no we don't like fuck with sitting poli- like politicians yeah. Yeah, we're, we don't, not- <laughs> we're not gonna fuck with the sitting president of america yeah yeah well now donald trump is about to be unemployed <laughs> love saying that i know it's great and uh he's not the president anymore and so they're hoping that interpol will sign <laughs> off on it and let him extradite donald trump <laughs> i love it dude i don't even know how that would work but i would love to see that process like people try to make that process happen that would be fucking incredible yeah that would be awesome fucking awesome and you know 2021 is shaping up to be weird in a, a fun way for the time being at least yeah sure it's it's interesting <laughs> you got you got police now beating the shit out of uh the proud boys yeah dude the proud turn, boys turn have on turned them. on the cops indeed their, their um, leader has been arrested. I don't know if you saw uh, the the guy's statement. I can't think of the dude's name, uh, who was the leader that they arrested. Uh, but part of his statement uh, said, <laughs> "Against my attorney's wishes, I'm going to make this statement." <laughs> Where he literally uh, in the statement, which he released just on Twitter, he just put up. Uh, he literally admitted to every crime that uh, he's being charged with. So, <laughs> <laughs> very, yeah. very literally, everyone. 
These people are so fucking dumb, dude. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know, he presumably thought that he wasn't going to be arrested, and so he didn't have anything to worry about. He was like, yeah, I fucking did it. Uh, and uh, now he's very much singing a different tune. <laughs> oh, boy. I just love I how... also learned, by the way, too, speaking of spinelessness and how these people are fucking cowards. Hell yeah. Uh, Gavin McInnes, who, of course, started oh, yeah. the Proud Boys. Um, I didn't realize that he wasn't really involved with them anymore. He used to be their, their leader. Uh-huh. Um, and he ditched them when he found out he was going to be charged by the FBI uh, because he's, you know, the leader of a hate group. <laughs> yeah. And he was going to get charged with a bunch of shit. And he caught wind of it. And so he <laughs> dropped him and was like, nope, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, the second the consequences became real, this dude is like, eh, no, and then he left. Is and that the dude that, like... a butt plug up his ass on his podcast yeah, to was... prove how not gay he is or something? I don't know. <laughs> a lot of people said it was a dildo. It was, it was a butt plug. I've seen the footage, and that's way funnier to me. <laughs> Jeez, man. Live on camera, shoves a butt plug in his asshole. Didn't he also drink his own piss or something? Or is that someone else? Uh, probably. That's some other far-right extremist idiot. <laughs> you know, for, for a group of people that, like, hate uh, Islamic extremists, they sure act like Islamic ex- extremists. <laughs> huh. Funny, that. Yeah. Interesting how that works. Yeah, projecting is interesting, for sure. But it's just, like, it's just crazy to me. Like, I, I texted you this. And uh, for everyone else, <laughs> here's a little recap. So I guess there's going to be some giant MAGA march on, well, shit, tomorrow. Well, probably today. If you're Well, the day this episode airs, uh, Wednesday the 6th, there's going to be some giant MAGA march because that's when the, I think the Senate races are called or something in Georgia. I don't know. Anyways. Oh, no, no, no. Uh... That's the that's when the electoral certification thing happens, right? Uh, yes, yeah, yeah. That's tomorrow. Like that. Yeah. Anyways, um, yeah, something significant that D- Donald Trump doesn't like is happening. So all these fucking Trumpists are marching and protesting in D.C. and uh, because of the lockdown that's in place there, no businesses are open for. Uh, providing public restrooms and the city didn't give them a permit for porta potties or provide them porta potties or something. Uh, so on Parlor, uh, organizers for the event were <laughs> encouraging everyone to just wear diapers and shit yourself, or bring <laughs> buckets and plastic bags to shit in that and piss in that they will then of course throw around DC where they're marching. <laughs> so love it, great. You, you love it. I love to see it. The thought of MAGA supporters literally shitting themselves to own the libs. Yeah, know, and hurling feces is, is around the... Just like, it's so... Cr- the people that, like, are so obsessed with preserving public property <laughs> and and are so outspoken against largely peaceful protests by people of color... I mean, obviously, it's a racist thing. Like, there's... Yeah, I you mean, know, you can't... There's no getting know. around that. Yeah. Right. They're say, just, they've been saying the quiet pot art loud a lot lately. I, so. I know, but it's just so funny that their whole excuse is just like, well, you can't deface property. That's just wrong. And now they're like, yeah, we're going to just fuck. The city won't let us use bathrooms. Okay, we'll just fucking shit all over town. Yeah, we'll just deface property. <laughs> we'll just hurl our feces all over downtown D.C. No big deal. Fuck it. These people are animals, dude. 
Yeah, for real. Well, I mean, yeah, we all knew that they were selfish and don't really have any sort of guiding moral principles. They don't really give a shit about anything other than themselves. We yeah. all knew that. Yeah. It's just crazy. Um, I don't know. Do we need to, do we need to talk about Trump's perfect phone call? Uh, Is there anything I mean, to be said about that? <laughs> that it doesn't already say itself that he literally <laughs> requested that the votes be changed. Yeah. And well, of now, course, according now to they're C- trying to sue Georgia. Yeah. Oh, and and some uh, some conservative outlets are saying that like it's taken out of context. Uh-huh. I don't know how a phone call from beginning to end recorded, yeah, literally is an entire phone call, <laughs> taken out of context. But they're saying it's taken out of context. Of course. And then Fox News, of course, just straight up said that uh, it's actually Georgia's fault that uh, people are outraged about this because they're the one like. The people that leaked it, they're responsible for all the outrage because they leaked it. Oh, sure. It. Yeah. Um, it's not, not Donald that the Trump trying to be a dictator. Yeah. yeah, no. It's their fault because we wouldn't have known about it if they didn't release it. And uh, they're rude for uh, <laughs> breaking that that um, sort of unspoken confidentiality that you have when you're on the phone with someone. <laughs> it's just losers, every single one. Yeah. Yeah, dude, that's pretty, uh, pretty fucking incredible. Yeah, that 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 phone call. I w- I was so hyped <laughs> when I saw the headline, and then Jesus listened to Christ. the call. God, it's unbelievable, dude. <laughs> I I just love how desperate he sounds. He's I know, like, I know, it's fucking pathetic too. Is the thing. <laughs> He's like, so just give me a break. He's like, it's only eleven thousand votes, so just give me a break. <laughs> <laughs> just give me a break. I want to be the president. Just give it to me. I want it. What a fucking bitch, dude. What a baby. What a fucking baby. God. Give him a Rattler and let him shove it up his ass. <laughs> Put a fucking binky in his mouth. I know, for real, dude. Ugh. It's all right. We're 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 nearly through it. Like two more weeks, and then yeah. we can have a still probably shitty, but. Less shitty, definitely less shitty president. Well, I've never, you know, I've never felt bad for a politician, but I kind of feel bad for Joe Biden inheriting just the absolute biggest mess that we've ever seen in our lifetime. You know, like it's a shit show. The most divided nation ever. Well, (laughs) second most divided nation ever. (laughs) There, (laughs) There was a time where things were slightly more tense. Just ever so slightly, but we're close, and um, a divided, a divided Republican Party, which is just awful. I know that's the other thing too. I love that he's straight up, like threatening to tell his supporters not to vote in the Senate elections if it doesn't go the way he wants. Which again, it's like, do to the Republican Party. Of course, he didn't care about any of you. Obviously, he doesn't yeah. give a fuck about the Republican Party. Why would he? He's never demonstrated that he does. You know, what? I, and I hope he follows through with it. I, 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 I and I think he will. I, hang I really, on, I want to. I want to look this up. I want to look up if Donald Trump has ever made any sort of contribution to the RNC. I don't know. He's done plenty of the DNC, which nobody wanted to talk about. <laughs> Or how chummy he used to be with the Clintons. Yeah, they used to party it up scenes together. Yeah. 
while Hillary was off, I don't know, drying her vagina or whatever she does. Drawing her vagina? Drying. Oh, drying. I think it's a drawing. <laughs> I could see that confusion. I had some rum and tonic in my mouth. <laughs> muddled the conversation. <laughs> muddled my, uh, my conversing abilities. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's see here. Yeah, so, I mean, he's donated slightly more to Republicans. Um, How recently? Since about, since about 2011. Okay, so, yeah, when he was thinking that he might run for president and would do it for the Republican Party. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Gotcha. But, I mean, he's been, he's made contributions to both parties since the 80s. Yeah, I mean, I think but, he, he literally is just like, who is going to, where am I going to get, you know, the most economic well, benefits? Yeah, I mean, what have you done for me lately, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Jesus fucking Christ, what a mess. Uh, so anyways, uh, what, I feel like I had something else to say about Joe Biden or something. I don't know. Who cares? Uh, <laughs> it's all hilarious. It's all fucked. And not my problem, so... I don't know. I did. I did also love the image of uh, Trump's fucking pathetic ass New Year's Eve celebration at Mar-a-Lago. Oh, I didn't see that. Um. Well, have you ever wanted to see? Have you ever wanted to see a uh, a uh, fresh out of quarantine Rudy Giuliani get down to some vanilla ice? Because (laughs) that's what it was. All these people paid top dollar. Ticket prices to attend a New Year's Eve party with President Donald Trump, and Donald Trump bailed on the party. He didn't even show up. Didn't I? Don't think he even went to Florida. And instead, they were stuck with all his fucking goons and his horrible children, and they danced the night away to such classics as <laughs> um, "Ice Ice Baby" and uh, that other song that Vanilla Ice did. And I don't know who else performed. Like I don't know, fucking. Three Doors Down again, or something, probably. But, yeah, just, oof. Happy New Year. <laughs> Apparently the photos could get the Mar-a-Lago shut down. That'd be amazing. As a uh, violation of the uh, Palm Beach County mask mandate. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and, and... <laughs> it probably won't so... happen, but... God, I would love that. So, another, another funny thing. Uh, so, Donald Trump, I guess... You know, he teased for a long time that he would have some sort of huge event on Joe Biden's inauguration day, some sort of rival event. Well, I guess now instead he decided he would head off to, is it Scotland to play golf? Hang on. Yeah, he basically implied that he would go to Scotland, probably so that he couldn't be arrested in case he people were waiting for him to be done being president so they could arrest him. Right. And then Scotland closed its borders. <laughs> And said he's not welcome there. <laughs> uh, because of COVID, yeah. Their, their borders are pretty much completely shut down until February 1st, I think. Yeah, they, sa- they said he can't go. And then, so what's funny is after Scotland was like, no, you're not fucking coming here. Uh, the White House put out a report that was like, well, we were never going to go there. Uh-huh. <laughs> Dude, they're so fucking... Ugh. Oh, I know. Okay, I know what I was going to say. So part of the mess Biden is inheriting is that uh, Iran apparently still has plans to retaliate for the assassination of Soleimani 
uh, <laughs> last year. Well, and, um, that's nice. I guess he's going to have to deal with that. But what's funny is, uh, beyond trying to extradite Donald Trump, I guess, or I guess there's, there's rumors that they might try to retaliate in some other way. Sure. And uh, there's talk of us rejoining the uh, nuclear deal. Yeah, no, we have we to make amends, will. and we'll probably rejoin the Paris Climate Accord too. Yeah, well, that would be nice. But um, for I, was, I, I don't know, four years at least before yeah. somebody else fucks it up. <laughs> yeah, but I was wondering, like, dude, Donald Trump was probably so excited to order that hit. Like, he probably thought he was so cool. In his mind, yeah, it was probably going to be his Bin Laden moment. Yeah, but it's just some fucking guy like <laughs> that nobody had heard of. Till was in the news and Iran was like, ah, nah, 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 nah. I mean, that, that was insensitive. Oh, boy. It's supposed to just be like inaudible yelling. It wasn't supposed to be like an accent. How did you fucking miss the mark that bad? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> oh um, boy! My apologies. <laughs> uh. <Ooh>. Okay. Well, <laughs> in light of that, I, I won't make my other joke. So let's just move on. <laughs> I mean, you can tell me if I, I think I'm going to edit this one, so I can always just uh, give me the old axe. If we, uh, uh, no, no, I was just going to say it's not it's not even that bad. I was just going to say, like, I was just going to go on about Donald Trump thinking he was so cool. And just, like, he probably, <laughs> I just, <laughs> not picture, like, I'm imagining, like, I don't just sit here and imagine, well, and think about this sort of thing. But I just imagine a scenario where Donald Trump just, like, feels like the fucking man... And then goes home and makes Melania jerk him off. <laughs> and she's just like blindfolded giving him like the fucking, you know, the firm grasp, like <laughs> out of spite hand job. Oh, yeah. Just, yeah a, just, dry, a dry hand job. Yeah. Just laying there stiff as a board thinking about himself. <laughs> yeah. Just like having her edge him until he gets the phone call that the hit was complete. So he <laughs> come. Oh, God. Awful. Jeez, wonder if that that'll be included in the Brendan Gleeson movie. <laughs> maybe in the director's cut. Yeah, maybe so. Hopefully not. But <laughs> Jesus. Anyways, um, oh, we got we got we got some other shit to talk about here, Robbie. Yes, we do. Um, recently over the well first of all hang on we we what do you mean do we want to do we want to start positive do we want to start negative where do we what where do well, we want to go hang on a second actually uh, okay okay how was your christmas let's talk about the holidays briefly oh uh, okay uh my christmas was fine my uh dad got a positive covid diagnosis on christmas eve mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh so but he's fine he's fine now has a cough still but otherwise he's fine that's good and uh mom also ended up getting covid the day after christmas or testing positive Mm-hmm. Uh, so, although she's done with quarantine tomorrow, I think. Mm. Uh, so we were like quarantined that whole time, but it was overall pretty nice. It was just us. Yeah. Uh, we did crab legs for dinner, which was nice. Nice. Yeah. Something very different. 
Yeah. Excuse me. Than what we would uh, normally do, which was which <laughs> main suggestion. <laughs> but it, it was it was nice to do something a little bit different. Yeah. And it was just a super chill, and we didn't. We know we just. I had a couple mimosas in the morning and just kind of hung out and ate a bunch of croissants and lounged around all day. It was really nice. <laughs> I just was not expecting. I ate a bunch of croissants. <laughs> Yeah, Christmas yeah. morning with my mimosas. <laughs> yeah, my uh, mom got a bunch of uh, like really nice croissants. Oh hell yeah! First half, they were very very good. That sounds good. Did you do anything for New Year's? Just quarantine? Uh, no. Yeah, yeah, we just yeah. it was just myself and my sisters just hanging out. That's we watched cool. Soul, I guess. Oh yeah, Jesus Christ! I think that was New Year's Eve. Yeah. What a movie! What a fucking movie! What if band directors had feelings? <laughs> See, that's the most unrealistic part. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That he wouldn't already be jaded by that point. I don't know. Most of my band directors were like super emotional people. Oh yeah, no, that's just a joke. I think I, think <laughs> I saw so my cool. my high school band director cry more than I've seen my father cry. <laughs> Interesting. Why? Why was your band director crying all the time? Uh. You name it, dude. I mean, <laughs> the show didn't go well. The show went really well. People graduated. Um, I don't know. Anything. Well, I'm not trying to knock, knock the guy. I mean, he, oh, no, he's totally. very yeah, no, passionate. Good. and Good for him, yeah. Yeah. What did you do for the holidays? Um, I don't have COVID, by the way, just to clarify that. Oh, that's good. <laughs> that's that's good. Yeah. I'm good. I'm in the clear. Yeah. You're not doing this from a respirator right now <laughs> no i'm not in a bubble or anything oh <laughs> uh, geez uh you know usual shit um on actually i guess not usual at all uh <laughs> the uh the type of shit you would do on christmas uh just like cool d- dinner <laughs> open presents you know were you did you was it just you and madeline or did you like see her, any of her family uh, or what was the um so vibe yeah, so we open our gifts two days early, um, just because, like, <laughs> I wrapped all her presents, like, last minute. Right. And she was snooping around, and I was, she like, does. I was like, oh, you're trying to open them early. And then she was like, you want to open them early. And then I was like, you want to open them early. And we both wanted to open them early. <laughs> so we did. And so we went to... What did we do? Oh, on Christmas we um we hosted a small brunch, and then went to my dad's house, and then on Christmas Day we went to her parents' house. It's good times. Nice. Yeah, good stuff. Sounds pretty chill. I made um I made a punch that was very good. I don't think I can ever make it again. I uh just got fucking blasted, dude, at her parents' house. In a way that I can never be again in front of like her relatives is not good. So first of so first of all, you know that punch I made on New Year's Eve? Yeah. Okay, I basically I was gonna make that for like Yeah, that was good. That was a good Christmas, punch. right? To take like to take over for later in Chris Christmas night or something. And then Um I ended up so we're gonna host this brunch and we didn't have much to drink and 
the people, our guests, like Mel and sister and some of her friends, uh, or some of our friends, like Chelsea and her boyfriend, Tom, uh, they were coming over and they all had champagne, but nobody thought to get juice. So, and I like hate champagne by itself. So I was yeah, like, well, I got to make something to go with the champagne. I know I'll make a breakfast version of that punch because I have this breakfast tea from Trader Joe's. It's like a winter breakfast tea. It's very good. It's just a black tea with like clove, cinnamon, cardamom, you know, just like winter spices and citrus peels in it too. It's really good. And so I basically made a version of that punch with the breakfast tea. And then we had that as the juice for the uh, champagne. Nice. So, so it was good. It was delicious. And so I was like, oh, I know. I'll make this again tomorrow, like to take to Madeline's parents' house and we can have it for brunch. But I'll double the batch so that there's enough for everyone. Well, everyone wasn't there for brunch. And so like the people that were there, we drank, we drank it all. <laughs> and um, her, her uncle was like, when I told them what was in the punch, they're like, well, you got to be careful drinking gin early in the day because gin makes for an angry drunk. And I was like, oh, that's a wives tale. Well, I got a little spicy that night and <laughs> uh, typical tantrum throwing Lee showed up. When we were about to leave and Oof. just delved into love it, just a love it, dark side of myself, <laughs> and it was not, it was not good. It was not. Was good. it? Was anyone uh, posing with your uh, lifeless body? No, I wasn't. I didn't pass out or anything. Um, <laughs> what didn't? What didn't help is that oh, I, I love tantrum throwing Lee. It's a great. Yeah. It doesn't come out very often. Every once in a while, it does. And since I don't have to deal with it, it's really funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, what ended up happening, I blame this totally on Perry, uh, Malin's brother-in-law. He, yeah, yeah. he like, he like eggs me on and like, I don't know. We were, I was already drunk and he was like wanting me to st stay up all night and like drink with him. And so we got a bottle of Jack. It was like, not a large bottle. It was like half full. What time is it? Like where in the evening are we? This was like... I don't know, like 9.30 or something. <laughs> and we were like, well, we're going to play a drinking game. So we go to the table. We Jack? just start playing. Yeah, so we just oh, start playing war. God. And the low card drinks. <laughs> and then the bottle was gone. Yeah. And and I was like, let's get another one. And I was like, we need to leave. And I was like, you're no fun. <laughs> and then it just snowballed into like, I, I don't even know. Uh what all was said um but yeah not a great time it's all good um so yeah uh don't drink punch or don't don't drink gin in the morning is the moral of the story here <laughs> and if you do don't drink a lot of it <laughs> <laughs> all things in moderation yeah yeah and maybe maybe yeah. don't if you're gonna turn war into the to a drinking game maybe don't use jack as the stakes yeah or don't drink every time that's another one <laughs> but yeah so it's all good you know <laughs> well clearly you surely at this point because you how long have you met on the together like eight years nine years yeah yeah so surely at this point you can't embarrass yourself that bad true yeah yeah, it could have. I mean, I've I've been I've behaved worse, not in front of them, but just like in general, you know. Oh yes, 
I've got a Snapchat of one such occasion. Oh God! That I have saved in my phone. Oh God! I don't know what you're referring to, so that's that's terrifying. Um. Anyways, I can play, play it for you if you like. No, that's okay. I don't, I just, kinda a, don't, just a little, just a little snippet. I kind of, kind of don't ever want to know. And that would be just a hilarious thing, like years from now, to just be like, oh, by the way, here's this. It's very short. It's only like ten seconds. Okay. It's good. I, I I look at it sometimes to to chuckle to myself. <laughs> oh, God. Lee Michael. Yeah, I'm here. I don't. Okay, hear it was just like silence. Yeah, I was concerned for a second. I was waiting <laughs> I was like on the clip. Thought you had a clip to pull up. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, I can put that in there. Oh, I thought you said it was ten seconds. You're about to play. Sorry. Never mind. Oh no. Oh my bad. Okay. Sorry. Roll the clip. <laughs> Pull that shit up, Jamie. I don't know if you can. Jesus Christ! I barely. It sounds like a fucking prank call from Black Christmas. Jesus Christ! <laughs> yeah, she was uh, trying to get you ready for bed and take your pants off, and you weren't having it. Oh, okay. If, if I recall, during that in, uh, instance, you were also uh, shouting that she was assaulting you. <laughs> Oh, was this that night when, yeah. the, when I was screaming, don't touch me there? <laughs> yeah, it was that night. At the top of my lungs at 3 a.m. or whatever. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. that It's coming back to me. <laughs> um, awesome. So anyways, over the holiday break, I watched a little movie. Ready what to do you? this? Yes. Oh, I absolutely am. I've been, watched, been waiting for this moment. I watched a little movie, Robbie. Called the Sixth Day. Okay. Do you know what I'm talking about? No, I don't. I almost, I almost, you know, I went back and forth. I almost like really wanted to get you to watch this. I almost like demanded that you watch this movie. And you, I would have. You could. You can. Do yeah, that. maybe. You know what? Maybe we should do is we, we should watch it together. Sure. Um, it was baffling. It wasn't boring. It was fucking atrocious. Okay. It was also kind of profound. Yeah. Say that title for me one more time. The Sixth Day, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. Okay. And Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's right. Dual roles. Oh shit. Two thousand. Ooh, that's not a good era. For no, film. and it's not a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> when you're what? when you're when you're what what is this this name for the director Roger Spottiswood? Yeah, so look at his credits. He did... I forgot what it was. He did something good once. <laughs> he wrote something, and I was like, holy fuck, he wrote that? And then he made The Sixth Day? I don't know. Anyways. Here's the thing about the... Here's The Sixth Day, okay? Arnold Schwarzenegger plays a <laughs> a charter pilot for a helicopter rental company that charters, like extreme athletes or something like they take snowboarders to the top of peaks okay okay sure and then someone clones him <laughs> and he goes home and his clone is at his his uh his surprise birthday party and then terry cruz and some chick show up uh demanding he come with them to like be briefed or whatever and then they're trying to kill him and um what it is is and also robert duvall's in it 
and he plays this like uh, well-meaning scientist who was corrupted by his own uh, intelligence or so, I don't know. Anyways, so um, basically, what it is is that there's a, a a cloning company called Repet that is like a subsidiary of, or no, no, it's there's a company called Repet and all these other things. Which what does that remind you of, dude? It's like basically. This movie is a ripoff of Total Recall, yeah. but it stars Arnold Schwarzenegger, <laughs> which is amazing to me. Uh, yeah, yeah. But instead of this whole split personality thing, it's clones. Like, it's just straight up clones. But it's okay. like the same thing. He, like, has this secret life and blah, blah, blah. I think it's worth noting, by the way, uh, that he also directed Tomorrow Never Dies. So that uh, really uh, yeah, that... sums up that picture nicely. Yeah, yeah. Um. But there was, so, yeah, so Arnold Schwarzenegger is cloned, and um, I'm, I I don't know if I want to, like, here's the thing, like, I kind of don't want to tell you a lot about the plot if we watch okay. it, because I want to know, you not having seen it before, if you kind of predict where it goes. Okay. Is, is it, is it predictable like like or is it the sort of thing where it's so baffling that it's like you can't like you can't well the thing is i've i saw when it came out i saw it the year it came out so i was like nine so i've known about this movie like you know my whole life so obviously it's not it's predictable as fuck right but i want to know if you haven't seen it if you don't really know what's going on and you go in cold if you predict where it's going because it has like there's like a twist in it okay uh, there's like a turn in it, and I want to know, like watch rewatching it. It's sort of, I wouldn't say it's telegraphed, but like, I don't know. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to say too much. But what okay. I want to say about this movie is that it's so baffling because there's some good ideas in it. I mean, there's a lot of like satire stuff like that's in Total Recall, uh, and it's kind of strange how similar it is. Like it could almost be like a weird sequel to it. Like the, you know, in Total Recall, there's like the taxi cab with like the animatronic guy. Mm-hmm. Well, he gets into cabs that are like autonomous and they have like LCD screens with people. But instead of like these weird animatronic drivers, there's um this popular toy called a whatever doll. And it's like a super lifelike, it's almost like an Android doll. It like thinks for, it has like AI and it's like your best friend and it looks kind of creepy. There's some actually really funny jokes with the doll. Where like <laughs> the bad guys are chasing Schwarzenegger, there's like a car chase, and they took the doll with them so that there wouldn't be any evidence that like he went to his house because he like gets the doll for his kid, and the doll's like scared and crying, and Terry Crews is like trying to calm it down in the back seat as they're like having this shootout. <laughs> it's really funny actually, but then okay. so much of the movie is like fucking stupid, and it's like ugh, like it's almost like they had a few good ideas and with a couple rewrites, it could have actually been pretty good. But the, some of the dialogue is like, there's some real groaners and like cringy dialogue in this movie. And the thing that makes it so strange and interesting to watch. And also like the reason I hate the movie is because, um, the editing is so fucking bizarre. I don't even know how to explain it. It's like, like disorienting at times, there's like anytime there's a scene transition instead of a standard wipe, it's like this weird, like interlocking grid thing where the scene changes and then it like speed zooms into like, like Arnold Schwarzenegger's driving and it's like 
a, like a helicopter shot of the city and it like speed zooms onto the car and then like speed zooms out and then like these grids come on the screen and then like the scene flips like the shot reverses or something it's fucking weird <laughs> it's like it's like every time george lucas did a wipe if he had a seizure <laughs> and just like fucking threw in all this crazy shit like everything the computer could do and it's fucking baffling but Oof. it's entertaining i'll say that much and it might be the worst performance I've seen ever from Arnold Schwarzenegger, wow, which is saying a lot. A, let's say that's a pretty low bar. Yeah, yeah. Or high so bar, depending on how you want to look at it. So it's amazing, is what I'm saying. Worth a watch. It's on Amazon Prime. If you want to watch a fucking weird ass Total Recall ripoff starring the star of Total Recall, <laughs> check it out. Um, some fun clone shit, but like it has some interesting ideas about cloning. Like the whole thing is, you know. I mean, it's the obvious theme, like, right. if it's a clone, is it real, you know? Where's right. the humanity begin and end? If you're a clone of yourself, are right. you yourself? Are you someone else? Do clones have their own identity? You know, there's interesting themes that sort of get explored. And, like, it it was so close to being good. Just, like, bad dialogue and weird editing and awful performances from everybody, except Terry Crews, who's always amazing. Um, cause it, it was like, it's like hot chicks era, Terry Crews. He's giving like a hot chicks performance in this like sci-fi thriller. It's like sci-fi clone espionage movie. It's so weird, but yeah, Very strange. Yeah. So we're going to watch it. I'm down, but I watched a little something else you might've heard of. Oh, did you now? You might've even seen. Oh, did I now? Yeah. World war 84. <laughs> oh, that's not what that stands for. World War Wonder Woman one thousand eight hundred or one thousand nine hundred. Yeah, Wonder Woman Civil War. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We um, uh, we we both uh, watched Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four. What was well, we great about it actually is that is that I was mostly done with it, and then you, I think I happened to message you if you like if you had seen it yet. And you yeah. were, you had just started watching it, I think, or something like that. That happened with Soul as well. No, that happened with Soul with Wonder Woman. Or was it just that we watched it independently and then you just? I texted. I had watched. So here's my experience with the movie. I watched about 35, 40 minutes of it and was like, ugh, and then turned it off. And then later was like, well, I want to know what happens, but I don't want to sit through that shit. Yeah. So I I read the Wikipedia plot synopsis and then I texted you like. Bro, you're not going to believe how fucking dumb this movie is. And you're like, oh, I'm in the last, like, 20 minutes. It's fucking garbage. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a piece That's of right. shit. That's what oh, you God, said. Oh, God, it's so fucking bad. Yeah, it's, it's an a... utter piece of shit. It is so bad. And here's the, th- here's oh, the thing. Oh, I hated this movie, dude. Yeah, I really fucking did, too. So my, I knew that it was bad maybe five minutes in. I, I The initial, like, opening sequence was fine. I, I didn't I didn't dislike it or, or love it or anything. It was okay. Oh, it was bad. And then uh, I didn't really, I couldn't really tell what was going on, but it wasn't like awful, awful. So I was like, oh, look, uh, it's, you know, whatever. Uh, and then as soon as Robin Wright, and I thought it was going to be like when she fell off the horse and everything, I, the lesson that I was expecting when she figured out she could slide down the thing was, oh, you like, you adapt instead of like giving up and throwing a fit, you like find a way to succeed anyway. That's like what I assumed was going to be the message. And uh, instead, Robin Wright, grabs her and throws her on the ground and says you cheated yeah and cheating is bad 
Yeah. Wait, well, what? <laughs> Where the fuck did that come from? And then, so that's the and that's the opening of the movie. And then after that, there's another opening to the movie. Yeah. Which is better, I think, than the uh, than the the actual opening. Um. I I mildly I mean, enjoyed when, the mall sequence. When the first mildly. opening is dog shit and the second opening is cat piss, uh, yeah, I guess one <laughs> would be better than the other. Um, I I I fucking well, I was immediately out, dude. So for one thing, oh yeah, no, it, yeah, it was not, it was not. I, I was from the get go. Yeah, I was like, fuck this. The thing, the thing that's most egregious about this movie is that it has turned me against Patty Jenkins, who I was a fan of, and now I'm yeah. like, I, I don't know about her. Not not because she made a bad movie, but because like, for one thing, before we get too much into the plot and everything, the villain Maxwell Lord is straight up Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. He just it's Donald Trump. Okay, he's a fucking grifter con man running a shady business. That's Down to just the, the hair a straight and the up con. Suit. Yes, it's Donald Trump. Um, and yet, Patty Jenkins swears up and down on her life, like, oh, we didn't even think about Donald Trump once when making this. It's just, you know, I guess people see what they want to see. Okay, what, are you going to wink at the camera next? Yeah, like, okay, whatever. I mean, it, and it is worth noting that he is also, he, he's also just like the stock 80s bad guy businessman character as well yeah, which is yeah. also like donald trump but for like, me like one in the same but i think what really edges it into trump territory is when uh he fucking grifts his way into a presidency and then is in front of uh the fucking <laughs> he's in the oval office in front of the white house background uh just lying to the american well to the entire world really and saying that like you know only he can Oh yeah. Give everybody oh, yeah. what they no, want. It was I very mean, heavy. It was very heavy-handed. There's no way that 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 that's not at least partially inspiration. But beyond that, what I don't like about this with Patty Jenkins is, uh, first an article came out about how she Warner Brothers didn't think the movie needed two openings, and they yep. wanted her to get rid of one of them. And she said she had to fight tooth and nail to keep both. She's like, my movie has to start twice. God damn it. <laughs> Wonder Woman and has the, to start two and the times. First opening, and the first opening doesn't have anything to do with the rest of the movie. It's yeah, never fucking... brought up again. Nobody ever talks about it. The lesson is totally divorced from the other lesson in the movie. It makes Dude. no sense at all, and it has to be there for artistic integrity or whatever. It's like a cold open that will pay off in another season, dude. It makes no fucking it's sense. It's bizarre. Yeah, and, it's and like tonally, it's completely different than the rest of the movie, which is, I mean, also all over the place. But So first, so first she fucking put her foot down about this thing that makes no sense and is stupid. And then since then, uh, since the movie has just been declining, like <laughs> very steadily in terms of word of mouth and critical reviews and everything, she's now being like talking about like how she had a horrible experience. Like Warner brothers made her do this and that and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. It's like, what'd you expect for you signed up for it? That's what I don't understand is like, the, and, these... it, and it happened with the first movie too. That's at least why what she claims why the last like twenty minutes of yeah. the first oh, yeah. woman sucks because yeah they, that's, that's the other thing yeah they uh, it's just stupid it's just stupid anyways and now she's making a Star Wars movie and I bet it won't happen again <laughs> <laughs> it depends and, and what's weird too is that she's credited as a writer and initially I was like oh that's probably why a lot of times like directors aren't writers but she also wrote uh, Monster. Which, which is an incredible good. movie. Yeah, 
so what the fuck? Well, there were two other writers. Um, so who knows who wrote what? Whose t- horrible ideas trumped? You know who else? The thing too is ideas? that there aren't even. It's not even like a situation where there are some good ideas here and there, but the execution isn't very good. There, there aren't any good ideas. No, it's all it's all bad. It's all bad. So let's get into it real quick. First of all, I want I want to read you um, my letterbox review. Oh, please. Um, suddenly, Evan Almighty isn't the worst spin-off, spinoff of Bruce Almighty. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Way to recycle that plot. Yeah. Guy suddenly has powers to grant everyone's wishes, and... Uh-oh. Doesn't go as planned. Yeah, it's the monkey's paw. Yeah. It's, it's a very old story. Yeah. Um, anyways, so... Um, geez, just thinking about this. Okay, so we have <laughs> two openings to this movie. One is this sort of gladiatorial, um, like, like wipeout yeah, <laughs> game. Yeah, it's like that a race, somehow, but they never, it's hang never... on, hang on, hang on, hang on. This immediately, this is why I was immediately out of this movie. Yeah, well, yeah, so it's, it's a, it's a race, I believe. It's a race to determine the best warrior on the island. Okay, what? Yeah, so it's like claiming a champion or something. Yeah, see, that's what I thought they were going for. It doesn't work because the rules are never explained. And and you don't even have to have, like, an exposition scene where somebody tells you line by line what the rules are. But, like, it should be apparent through the action as it's happening what the rules of this well, game are. it's contradictory. Yeah, and none of the rules make any sense. It's It's Quidditch. It looks like yeah, Quidditch. You, you like, yeah, you like go through an obstacle course and then you dive off a platform into the ocean and then you swim to a beach. You swim up to a horse. horse and then you just ride until you get back to the start. Yeah. It's like a have, fucking yeah. And you like, like a, have to side... shoot arrows uh, onto these things that yeah. shoot up colored smoke. It doesn't make any sense. Then it's never explained. It's like when you reach a checkpoint in Sonic and then you go into like that other realm where you have to do a race. It makes no sense. I don't know. Anyways. So yeah, you already mentioned it. She gets called out for cheating because she cheated and therefore wasn't allowed to win. Then we flash forward to 1984 where a set of criminals are robbing a mall jewelry store which is actually dealing black market antiquities in the back. Yeah, it's like a front or something. So that... Okay. All right. It's it's a colorful comic book movie for kids. Okay. I'll go with it. Um what I can't it's just the fact that it defies all logic is what bothers me. So then what happens is the criminals escape with the loot, but one of them drops their gun. He like bumps into somebody or something and he drops a gun and then everyone in the mall freaks out because there's a gun. And then the mall security is like, hey, you, what are you doing with a gun? And then he's like, stand back. I'm not going back to the big house. And he takes a child and is about to throw her off the balcony of the mall. <laughs> it's, dude, it's the mall security. Just leave. Like, yeah. the mall, basically, the mall security is going to, like, detain them till the cops show up. And so he takes a hostage instead of just leaving. Like, you have guns. They have <laughs> nothing. They're mall cops, dude. So, okay. So he takes a child. And is dangling her over the edge, Michael Jackson style. 
and then accidentally drops her. And then well, the best part is when the goon has the kid hanging over. And then, like, the lead goon is like, don't do it. It's not worth it. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, then immediately the other guys are like, what are you doing? Stop. What are we, criminals? Yeah, so then. So, then yeah, so Wonder Woman then shows up to uh, save the day. My favorite part of this <laughs> sequence, by the way, is, like, before that, you, you they're, they're, like, leading up to it where, like, she does a few other, like, random day-to-day saving. The, the, like, a woman's about to get hit by a car and she, like, kicks the car out of the way. Like a what? jogger who's listening to music and not paying attention. Did you miss that? It was part of the opening credits. There's like a woman jogging. Oh, and then I didn't there's pay like a car that's speeding and driving like an asshole. And then oh, like okay. she just like kicks the... It's not even like violent. She like pushes it with her foot basically and the car yeah, spins yeah. out. Yeah, and There's yeah. like... It's it's random shit like that. You like don't see her and it's so... It's, like, oh, supposed that's to right. be like, oh, she's trying to hide her identity, which doesn't make any sense because it's the middle of the day in Washington, D.C. And uh, she shows up at the mall, which also does not look like it's in Washington, D.C., and it looks like it's in like Florida or something. It looks like the fucking Mall of America, dude. And, and she, yeah. you know another thing and, that pissed me the starts, fuck off. And Sorry, she starts ahead. apprehending the criminals and then waits to destroy the security cameras until after she's already been there showing her face. Uh, and then she throws them off the top of the mall onto a police car, and they are yeah, and surely dead. But... Oh yeah, but no, and they, and they crush the entire the entire roof caves in. It's not like they <laughs> like roll off or anything. The entire fucking roof of the police car caves in. Yeah, it's just, it's just, I mean, it's, it's more, dude, it's more kitty than Shazam was like it. I just was not expecting this type of, um, um, but it can't even commit to that tone either that tone either because yeah. it then immediately just becomes boring nonsense, like prequel star Wars level boring nonsense for like yeah. an hour and a half. But Kristen Wiig is kooky and quirky. Well, and Chris, she, Kristen Wiig got typecast as the same character she's always typecast as in every movie ever. But she has no confidence, and you know that because she can't walk in heels. That's why she can't get a man. Okay, can we... Can we? I, I just want to get through this plot as fast as possible. And then, can we talk about how horrible it is that the theme of this movie is like that these women need, need, need men. And yeah, they're... Need, yeah. Well, <laughs> okay. well, yeah, one of them can't find confidence in her own right. She has to get it through external sources. And then, yeah, the other one needs a man to feel whole. Uh, but yeah, we'll get to that. <laughs> yeah. So, so Wonder Woman saves the day, whatever. Then we're introduced to Barbara who, yes, she is afraid of men. She can't walk in heels. Um, that's how we know she's, uh, a loner. She's basically, she's basically Jim Carrey from Batman forever. She becomes obsessed and like infatuated with Diana Prince because she's confident. She looks up to her and then they find this rock that, oh, by the way, the FBI, for some reason, wanted the Smithsonian to, like, do a report on the origins of these stolen items? Yeah, I think, yeah, who fucking knows? I don't know. <laughs> because they had the receipts. Presumably, presumably the... because they're, it's, like, illegally traded antiquities and they just want to know about them, I guess. I don't know. It, it's fucking stupid and it doesn't matter. Okay, so... Yeah, so the Smithsonian wants um, Diana Prince and Barbara to research this um, salt rock lamp, and um, <laughs> which totally looks like a very specific uh, sex toy. And we're gonna come back to that because oh yes, we should. I I I have a hot take on this movie, <laughs> and um, anyways, a so hot squishy take. Yeah, yeah, nice and squishy, and so. <laughs> 
then we're introduced to Maxwell Lord, who is an oil tycoon running a Ponzi scheme centered around his oil empire where people can invest in shares of oil or something. They uh, buy from... property. Well, he owns this property he, that's yeah, supposedly he... on like oil. a massive and, and, oil yeah, site. And they lease it from him, but they get to keep the oil rights or something like that. It's a Ponzi scheme. It's complicated. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. make sense. Yeah. Uh, he does these constant TV ads where he's telling people like, "You can be rich. You just Life is have good, to buy oil." <laughs> yeah, all you have to do is be an oil tycoon. <laughs> and he has a son that he neglects. Um, whatever, but he loves very much. And we never see the wife because women don't matter. And so, <laughs> in this movie, at least. Um, so then. Uh, it's revealed that the uh, mineral, the stone or whatever the fuck is actually a wish granting thing. And so this guy is like, well, I wish I had coffee right now. And then suddenly some guy walks in. And he's like, hey, I got this extra okay. coffee. And, and when that fucking happened, I, I was like, there's no way there's no that was just a coincidence. There's no fucking way that that's the movie. Yeah. I was wrong. The whole movie is that the rock grants wishes, but then it takes something away from you because it gave you something. So it has to take something away as well. Wait, so what did the coffee guy lose? Exactly. Did his presumably, balls disappear? I, I, <laughs> did he become castrated because he may, wished maybe, for coffee? <laughs> I mean, presumably... Did his wife have, have a miscarriage or something? Presumably, it would, the severity of the thing you lose would be proportionate to the magnitude of the wish. Yeah. Maybe he gets COVID and loses his sense of taste. <laughs> yeah. He can't enjoy his fucking... He's otherwise, he's otherwise asymptomatic. Fucking, yeah. <laughs> he can't enjoy his fucking venti, soy, uh, chai, almond, vanilla, frappa dunkerchino. Anyways, so, yes. Yeah, so, Diane immediately, immediately is just like, I wish Steve Trevor was alive. Like... <sighs> It doesn't, she doesn't say, there's no dialogue, thank God. But she has this look, and then the wind blows. There's always like, yeah, she says something like, I know what I would wish for. Or there's some, there's some stupid, shitty, dumb line. Yeah. And then, yeah, some wind blows in her face that she doesn't notice that nobody notices. Yeah. And then, and and then, yeah. And that that was also one of the first moments where I was like, oh, fuck, this is how this is happening, huh? And then the most baffling thing that I have, seen in a in a long time of superhero movies happens which is that the spirit of steve trevor possesses some random guy and sucks him out of his own life to be part of diana's life yeah and that's the thing too is that it's made very clear that he doesn't look like steve trevor he looks like the random guy for whatever reason they probably thought they were being clever with the stupid reveal scene uh, yeah so so diana's at some event and the guy just walks up to her and it's like a random guy. And then it's like his voice. And then she turns around and it's him. Yeah. She turns around and then the the camera, they like embrace and the camera starts to like spin dramatically around. Oh yeah. Fucking beauty and the beast. (laughs) And then then like passes around her head. And then like when it's on the other side, it's magically Chris Pine now, but, but it's made clear because he looks in a mirror later and it's still the other random guy. I mean, they they like have sex and stuff. Like it's fucking gross and weird. Yeah, dude, fucking like soul rape. I mean, 
I just, yeah, th- this this is so problematic. Who expected Wonder Woman 1984 to be the most problematic movie of 2020? Because <laughs> this is like a moral thing that I just cannot get over with this movie dude. yeah no i was immediately like as soon as that was the reveal i was like well what the where what's this guy's family up to is like what do his friends are they like what's this guy has a life presumably he has his own apartment in washington dc so like he has a job and you see him engineer you see him later in the movie yeah he's got like a fucking important important ass job i think he's an engineer (laughs) so yeah something like that did he get fired like what happened and, yeah, I love and- I love at the end when you see him again. It was definitely not a reshoot. They like meet up again on Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, so now Chris Pine's back, and you know what? If I could make one wish, it would be that I could that I had the f- the resources available to just like get. I mean, Chris Pine probably already has this available, but just as a gesture to Chris Pine. I would get mm-hmm. him just the best chiropractor, the best spa day available because he must be in pain from carrying two movies <laughs> on his fucking back, dude. Dude, Chris Pine was the only redeemable thing in this movie. He tried so He's hard. He's so good in this movie. God God bless him. That was like when they got into the like dumb 80, like uh, fashion montage shit and all that, the only thing that saved it is that Chris Pine played it really well. I love Chris Pine. I'm a I I've become a huge fan of Chris Pine. I think he's so underappreciated and I think his agent should be fired for because he's always in shit movies and he's always the best part of these shit movies, yeah, dude. He's a very good actor. Did you ever see fucking uh, uh this means war? No. It's like him and Tom no, Hardy yeah, like no, fighting over like, Reese Witherspoon, yeah. like legit fighting. They're both like secret agents or something. I don't know. Yeah, it's yeah. fucking awful. But he's great in it. He's super entertaining. And then in those horrible Star Trek movies, and in these horrible Wonder Woman movies, he's the best part every time. Poor Chris. He's the best. Dude, he's my favorite Chris. People talk about, like, you know, what's the best Chris? Chris Pratt. Chris. Uh, well, no one likes Chris Pratt anymore, but. That's true. Uh, you got canceled. Yeah, you got canceled. I, I, like, I like Chris Evans a lot, though. Oh, I I like them all. But I like yeah. I I'm a fan of all the. <laughs> I'm getting emotional. Here. I like all the Chris. I turn into Emo Phillips when I talk about Chris's. <laughs> no, yeah, Chris, Chris Evans. Uh, no, Chris Pine. Excuse me, was the uh, the the best thing about the movie. Yeah, he tried. He, he tried so hard. The sole bright light in an otherwise, I don't know. I'm not going to try to even fucking. Anyways, um, so now some random schlub <laughs> is turned into uh, Steve Trevor. And yeah, they like fuck and they steal a fighter jet from the parking lot of the Smithsonian that yeah, like the Smithsonian somehow a, works. A, yeah, like the Smithsonian apparently has an airport. <laughs> well, I think it was part of an runway. exhibit or something. I don't know. No, I mean, they definitely break into the building to get to it. So it's not part of an exhibit because it's like just out on the tarmac, apparently fueled up and ready to go. Yeah. But Steve Trevor, who has uh, who flew planes in World War One, uh, can just sit down in a modern fighter and just fly away. Well, I mean, if you're gonna and nitpick then, that much, and then oh god, and then fucking 
Uh, and then they immediately, because that was the other thing I was wondering about too. I was like, oh, but the, the, there's like radar. They can't just ignore that. What are they going to do? And then immediately they started talking about how she could, how her father hid, her father hid Themyscira from the Mascara. Like, oh no, we're gonna, we're about to get the fucking invisible jet, aren't we? There's going to be some bullshit and she's going to make the jet invisible. And she does some bullshit that's never been talked about before or since. And she makes the jet invisible, but doesn't do that with anything else at any other point in the movie when it would be advantageous for her to do so. Yeah. And then they just fly to, to Egypt to confront Max Lord. Oh, and how now. do they confront him? They fucking pass him on the highway. Yeah, on apparently on the accident. one highway in Egypt or something. Where kids are also playing soccer. Yeah. In the middle yeah. of the street. In the middle of a fucking interstate. Dude, this... And then we get a fucking Indiana Jones ripoff action scene. It's just Indiana Jones. It is, it, yeah. It's just Raiders, dude. Fucking sliding under the thing. Falling off trucks. It's in a fucking desert setting, just like Indiana Jones. I mean, ugh. Do something original, please. Like anything. Fuck. <laughs> I mean, god damn, dude. And I'm so tired. I thought we were finally past this 80 nostal this 80s nostalgic crap. But here's the thing, it's not even really that nostalgic for the 80s. Like there's no the only time we hear any 80s music is during that ball scene where we get the Chris Evans or uh, Chris Pine reveal. There there's a little bit of Frankie goes to Hollywood in the background. And that's it. There's there's no 80s music. There's no soundtrack. It's just an original score. Yeah, They're, but I'm thinking they of like... Show some, they show some 80s clothing here and there, like to make the obvious 80s jokes. No, dude. The, the, the opening... The there's op a mall, and that's like it. There's an arcade at one point. There, it's There's nothing. There's, no, there's no reason for this movie to be in the 80s. No, dude. At the beginning, before the mall scene, like during the credits, it is screaming, it's the 80s! Like, it is so overtly fucking there's like chicks pulling out fucking hair rollers and like spraying hairspray all over well, yeah but that's what, I mean, it's like it's like all surface level i know stuff. that's what this whole 80s nostalgia thing is dude it's like the goldbergs every week they pay homage to your favorite 80s movie by recreating it and stranger things oh it's set in the 80s so we're gonna have all these posters for movies that you love from the 80s that were you know, not that I mean, like I, big I was of a shocked deal in the eighties. I was shocked that there wasn't like an eighties song for the opening and and you know all that. I was amazed. Yeah, and then and then the eighties song that they choose is "Welcome to the Pleasure Dome," which like is a good song, but it's like really we're doing we're gonna do Frankie Goes to Hollywood. Well, we're, we're gonna even... talk we're gonna talk about that later. Don't and, worry. But and and we're not gonna do the Frankie Goes to Hollywood song. <laughs> well, we're gonna talk about it later, Robbie. Okay, we're gonna talk all about the Pleasure Dome. At the end, of, at the end of this, um, when we talk about that fucking wish granting dildo, okay. so um, anyways, so yeah, they pass him on the highway, and then there's a fight, and uh oh, Wonder Woman's powers are fading because it's the second part of a superhero franchise, so they have to give up their powers for the one they love. Haven't seen this since Spider Man Two or Superman Two. <laughs> Or Spawn. <laughs> God, dude. Or, yeah. uh, to some extent, The Dark Knight. Yeah. Yeah, it's in all and, of them. And The Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh, yeah, I gotta give up your powers if you want to be with the one you love. And then you have to realize Something. that 
you have too much responsibility to other people to give up your powers. With great power comes great responsibility. I could say this five different ways and it'll it'll all mean the same thing, just like the fucking thing about cheating at the beginning when yeah. Robin Wright delivers this fucking two page soliloquy about winning and losing and <laughs> every sentence just means the same fucking thing. And yet somehow none of it means anything. I, I saw yeah. it when I watched the, uh, did you see the half in the bag on it yet? Oh yeah. 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 I loved when they actually added the like, like actual text of like the words that they're saying so you can read it and yeah. it doesn't make any sense. It's fucking gibberish. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's that Patty Jenkins <laughs> um, uh, special right there. Um, so anyways, yeah, Maxwell Lord, bad. Okay, and at some point, uh, Kristen Wiig is, like, going out to the park and confronting would-be rapists and beating them up, which is fine, that's cool. Um, but then she gets more power-hungry, uh, because it's not enough to be, like, Wonder Woman. So she wishes she was an apex predator, which the, actually, I'm sorry, we have to back up. Um... Maxwell Lord's wish is that he was the embodiment of the wish-granting rock. Yeah. So the rock dissolves. Which I would he... love if he just literally turned into a rock. That would be amazing. Because the, in every other instance, the wish is granted literally. But for some reason, when he says, I want to be you, I wish I was you, as in the stone, he doesn't actually physically become the stone. But in every other instance, the wish is granted literally. Actually, I would argue against that because... Except for also Wonder Woman. I guess Chris Pine doesn't literally come back, but like... Yeah, well, also... You know, like, like, Chris Wig wishes to be more like Diana. The guy wishes to have coffee. The guy... Yeah, but like, she I also... drop dead. Yeah, but she also wishes she was an apex predator and becomes a fucking cheetah woman. Yeah, because cheetahs are apex predators. Yeah, but, you know, like... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I guess it's... I guess it is like I don't know I don't know I don't care enough to debate it, but it's yeah, stupid. And yeah, that that was funny. the The lady wishes her husband like the Irish would get deported, <laughs> and yeah. INS shows up and yeah, starts rounding up all these like, fucking Irish, Irish people. people. Yeah, and he's like, I wish you'd drop dead, and she has a heart attack. <laughs> the thing I was thinking of too is that surely, because up to that point, like shit has been getting worse and worse in society, and so when Max Lord is like, you can make your wish and do the. Uh, I'm sure at least one person was like, I wish things would go back to normal. Or I wish for world peace or any yeah. number of things. So but anyway, yeah, the, the, it's ultimately it's revealed that like the U S government has a fucking satellite system that can hack into any TV system and broadcast across the world. And Max Lord gets his way into it and tells everybody that if they, that they can, their wishes will come true if they you know want and whatever. And it is supposed to give him power or something, energy, I don't know. It doesn't. Eh, it doesn't make any sense. I mean, the, the I think Wonder what Woman. it is is by granting people's wishes, he's taking whatever he wants from them in return. But also, you know, he's using it like Donald Trump. How you know? How have you right. helped me lately? I do this for you. What are you doing in return for me? Right. And somehow he does that until he's the new president, and then or no, he's not the president. He has a meeting with the president, and then gets into the. I don't remember what the fuck happens. He's in front of the White House insignia um, delivering a speech. And so the, the whole caveat of the wishing is that you have to touch him to make the wish. Or you have to touch the rock to make the wish. Even though, was Diana holding the rock when she made the wish? 
Uh, yeah, she was. I think. I thought. Uh, I don't, I don't had remember. It. I, I don't know. I don't Who remember. cares? Anyways, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure she was like holding it and kind of looking at it, but I could be wrong. Anyways, conveniently enough, the president told him that a new satellite system was beaming down particles that could reach every television in the world, and you could broadcast the signal simultaneously through every screen all over the world through these particles. And because the particles are actual particles, he would technically be touching people by broadcasting particles through the television? Yeah, and at one point, because initially also he starts out in front of the camera, like you would expect, and then at one point he steps into the Death Star core thing. Yeah, and there's a blue a blue sky beam thing. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. And then Wonder Woman... Okay, so then this is important. Wonder Woman renounces her wish um, begrudgingly, much to her chagrin. <laughs> Would hate to give that fucking guy his life back. That would yeah, suck. So then, yeah, that guy gets to go back to normal. Probably has no idea what happened. He was just missing for fucking however long. Yep. For him, it was a day, and everyone else is like, where have you been? He's like, you're crazy. I, nothing, nothing happened. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, him, him, he's just like, oh, it's what? I must it was have Saturday. Fucking, I took I must the have drank off. too much. Yeah. 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 He's on, like, every fucking wanted but what if someone was like i wish steve would come or like i wish bob would come home yeah that's what i'm saying man <laughs> just make any fucking sense yeah yeah anyways um so wonder woman gets her powers back and then she puts on an armor that was hinted at earlier um definitely not a ripoff of goldar <laughs> and, then, <laughs> uh, and then she fights the cheetah woman um yeah, there's a what literal a, cat fight. Yeah, what a great scene. Fucking unfinished CGI hidden in uh, fucking darkness. Yeah, they went full Zack Snyder on that one. Yeah, and then and then um, some for some reason there's wind everywhere and like Diana can't get into the room. Like the wind's too strong for her. Yeah, something like that. Even though she's like a superhuman, the wind's too strong. Yeah, and then the, suddenly the she's able to use the lasso of truth. Like she can, she somehow, without moving at all, sneakily gets it onto Max Lord's person, like around his ankle, I think, and then she's like able to broadcast her own message through Max Lord or something to the people of the world, telling them the truth about the wishes they're making and that everyone should renounce their wish. Um, that's not an ability that was ever brought up before. Uh, I don't even care about really that. Really clear how it works, and all, and also it's important to note that it's she, that she gains the ability to fly, possibly, um, but she definitely can't fly in uh, like Justice League, which happens after well, this movie. Also, according well, or Batman v Superman. None of the continuity doesn't make any sense at all. For one thing, she was she hadn't been part of the public at all for a hundred years. Well, we know that's not true because this movie t- yeah. takes place 30 years ago. Also, she's still not over Steve Trevor in Justice League, even though this movie is supposed to be how she gets over Steve Trevor. It, yeah. It's fucking horrible. And the message of this woman fucking, no pun intended, pining after this fucking guy that she knew for a weekend for fucking 90 years. Like, come on, man. I know. And what's baffling to me, like, it'd be fine if she just, like, kind of missed him a little bit, but the fact that it's, like, all-consuming is yeah. what's definitely bullshit. And what I also don't get, it's, too, is, like, why yeah. would you not, 
why not do an entire movie on Themyscira and like really lean into the whole Greek gods aspect and have her fight fucking Hades or something? Like, why not do something cool like that? <laughs> well, they that? did that at the end of the last movie, and it sucked. Well, well it was Ares. Make... My, my yeah, apologies. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you could, you know, I, I feel like you could do something interesting with that, where it's its own contained story, and she's back on Themyscira, and weird shit happens there. Why not just fucking go balls to the wall with it like that? Because Fish Out of Water is funny, Robbie. It's clever. <sighs> it's subverting expectations. God, Park Chris Pine, he tried so hard. Yeah, so... The whole world renounces their wishes. Do you think that applies to Make-A-Wish kids? Yeah, yeah. It's, Do they have to who, renounce their wishes? I. That's a great question. I wish my family could afford... <laughs> oh, God. I wish, I wish my, my family wish could my afford that life-saving had... operation I'm scheduled for. I wish that my parents hadn't given me up. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Oh, boy. Jesus Christ, dude. Yeah, it could go in a lot of very dark directions. And that you know what? That's their fault for putting us in that box of everybody makes a wish, everybody makes a horrible wish. Because that's all it is. We don't see any peaceful wishes. Yeah, Surely yeah every, people everyone's wish, wish for... is like self-centered and gross. Yeah. Um. So then the day is saved and... A Maxwell Lord is just like, oh, fuck, I have a kid. And he, like, runs out and his kid's there and they, like, run away or get in a car or yeah, something. Yeah, it's not even clear how... Because he, he renounces his wish, too. But he, he leaves the island that they're on and is taken by the presidential helicopter, I think, back to D.C. And, yeah, like, aimlessly runs around and then randomly finds his son by a highway overpass. <laughs> What's with kids and highways in this movie? Uh, <laughs> and he like, it's not, he does, and it's like clear that that's the other thing too. Why would you, because at the end of this movie, it seems the implication seems to be that everybody remembers what happened because yes. like, there's still like destruction everywhere. They're like wrecked cars and burning buildings and shit. Like, why would you not have it? If everything gets, if everyone's wishes get renounced and like everything goes back to the way it was before all this happened, why would you not have it be like a magical thing where suddenly everything reverts back to the way it was before and nobody remembers anything except, you know, Diana and Maxwell Lord for whatever it wouldn't, that wouldn't even yeah. matter. But like it, it, and like surely an instant like this would like, again, for the continuity would uh, like come up at some point, like maybe that, you well, know, it's like all those X-Men movies that. that take place in the 60s, 70s, and right, 80s right, and are never, right. never seem to have happened in the future. You know, like, there's no continuity. It doesn't matter. Who yeah. cares? You know, we're going to... It's fun to go back. Also, in the, uh, ripping off another thing, fucking X-Men. Oh, every movie's going to be set in a different decade, and we'll do funny things in that decade, and blah, 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 and we'll have hijinks in different decades. Every sequel will be 10 years later. Ugh. Stop it. So, yeah, the movie ends. Who gives a fuck? Then we're uh, treated, I guess you could say, uh, forced into watching uh, the most ham-fisted, sad mid-credits scene where they give Linda Carter her five minutes to wink at the camera. She, like... uh, I guess she's, like, implied to have been the original warrior that the armor belonged to. Oh, gotcha. Like, the greatest warrior or whatever. Right. It's funny, it's Linda Carter, she's the original Wonder Woman, so of course she'd be the warrior. And then so, 
uh, she's like walking around the street and then like save somebody. And then she looks directly into the camera. She's like, it's not my first time to do this and winks. <laughs> she fucking winks. She breaks the fourth wall. Ugh. And then it's like, okay, so I guess she'll be back. Uh, I guess. I don't know. Who cares? The movie's over. Thank God. I want my life back. <laughs> I wish I could unsee this movie. That's the other God. thing. It, can you just wish for anything and then immediately, like, you know, like, oh, I, I wish, uh, I don't know. Like, you, you have to renounce your wish and then the consequences go away. And that just seems like you could just wish for something that would be temporary anyways and then take it back and it wouldn't matter. I guess. Like, if you wish to, if you wish to nuke a country... And then it happened, and then you're like, oh, I take it back. The destruction would still be there, as yeah, we've yeah. seen in the movie. So you still fulfilled your wish, but because you renounced it, the consequence... Like, ugh, I, I hate it. I hate it. What a stupid plot. It's 2020, and we're doing wish plots in $200 million blockbusters that have no chance of recouping their budget, by the way. <laughs> Just, oh my god. Oh, definitely not. It's baffling. It's truly baffling. Um, so what'd you think overall? <laughs> <laughs> um, I would, I would rather watch the Daredevil movie. Oh, well, hell yeah. That movie wasn't stupid. <laughs> it was just awful. Um, <laughs> what's this thing? That movie, that movie is stupid and awful and therefore great and hilarious. This yeah. movie is just baffling, bafflingly terrible. It's not it's not enjoyable because a lot of it is boring. Yeah. And there's no it's like the movie thinks it has internal logic and that everything should be pretty obvious and none of it is. Yeah. And yeah. there's a lot of yeah, really morally questionable shit that yeah, the movie just never bothers addressing. Mhm. So let's talk about the pleasure dome. Okay. Welcome to the Pleasure Dome, Robbie. So, yes. the seminal album by band Frankie Goes to Hollywood. Yes, my, my, is that the only album? I, I honestly, I, I, I think that's their only album. I have that album on vinyl, and it it's fucking rules. Yeah, it's a great album. Um, but yeah, so let's talk about the Pleasure Dome, uh, Wonder Woman, Pleasure Dome. Um, so there's a very weird subtext to this movie, and it's weird because it's such a cartoonish kitty movie it's just childish you know like i said it's it, it reminds me of shazam just like low stakes um like oh we gotta wish the world was we gotta make the world a better place by not being selfish you know just that sort of message that a five-year-old could grasp but there's a weird subtext to this movie and uh i realized that once i figured out that um well, for one thing, the the rock looks like a vibrator, straight up from the side. Yes. Um, even with the little like clit tickler thing and yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a vibrator, and the movie deals with a lot of themes that you could look at sexually. For example, uh, Barbara, she doesn't have she doesn't have the confidence 
and she she seems she's like real mousy and kind of shy and uh, has this innocence to her until she uses the wishing stone and then she has more confidence and more sexual confidence she's able to pursue men she dresses differently people find her Typical more attractive shit. yeah yeah she she finds this confidence within herself and she feels confident displaying her sexuality like you know you see what i'm saying there and then wonder woman she's hung up on this guy dude she's hung up on this this one dick and she she uses the the wishing rock once and it's just not really filling the void you know she she's got to go back to that guy gotta be that one guy and mm-hmm. then we get to maxwell lord uh who gets his pleasure through giving but in a selfish way he's you know he he likes to give people what they would perceive to be pleasurable but it's more pleasurable for him because he's controlling their pleasure and he experiences this after using the uh vibrator as well and um it's just kind of weird you know it's just uh and and then you have this message at the end about you know all that all that stuff doesn't matter and it becomes an obsession for all the characters all the characters have this obsession with uh their their sort of new versions of themselves where yeah you know maxwell lord becomes obsessed with uh giving people what they want and taking things from them in return um and barbara becomes obsessed with uh sort of having this new sexuality and then we have this heartwarming message at the end and it just you know kind of uh to quote mooj from the 40 year old virgin if i may life is about people it's about connections it's not about cocks and ass and tits and butthole pleasures it's not about rusty trombones and these dirty sanchez and these Cincinnati bow ties, or pussy juice cocktails, and shit-stained balls. It's about love. And that's what Wonder Woman ultimately is. It's not about these obsessions we have. Uh, It's about love. It's about connection. Couldn't have said it better myself. Certainly not about shit-stained balls. trying to think there's a metaphor there wonder woman is a lot like shit stained balls and that's really all you need to know (laughs) (laughs) yeah dude that movie fucking sucked yeah and what's interesting and just i I went to the wikipedia page as well like as we were watching it trying to be like surely some people have seen this movie and said things about it at this point like surely critics saw it or something before What's what's the what are they saying about it? And it was like pretty positive, <laughs> for a while. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure it's uh, not great now. I haven't checked. Nah, it's it's dropped. Yeah, I mean, I hope so. That was a fucking dumpster fire. Fucking ninety seven percent of Rotten Tomatoes. That would be oof. Yeah, I was just yeah. When I first saw that, I was like, dear God, I can't be the only one that recognizes that this is trash. And no, thankfully, I was not. Yeah, that seems to be the uh, consensus here. Yeah. So I am at least uh, heartened by that. Yeah, that's reassuring. So that thing was totally a vibrator, right? 
Yeah, the question is, is that intentional? It has to be. It feels like it has to be. I'm telling you, dude, it's about the Pleasure Dome. <laughs> it's, about, it's about characters coming to terms with their sexuality, and then they become obsessed with uh, uh, displaying that sexuality. And then they realize it's not about that. That yeah. it, it was within you all along. That's not. Oh God, that's another thing I hate. This fucking movie. Uh, just it was within us all along. To do yeah. better, to not cheat at life. Yeah, but I love too that like Kristen Wiig, her character, like in the first part of the movie, in the trip, like oh she's a, a clumsy, dorky, awkward nerd or whatever. She, <laughs> it's, it's like it seems like everybody in the office already fucking hates her, <laughs> and it's her first day there. <laughs> And, like, people are, like, already blowing her off and ignoring her and not paying any attention. Dude, like, we're, we're including Diana, by the way. We're introduced like, to her in the worst way to to just introduce her. Fuck it. Like, this is, like, you could, like, if this wasn't written by Patty Jenkins, if she wasn't credited as being a writer on this movie, it would be blasted for female stereotypes, for negative, for... Every negative steam, uh, female stereotype in the book, dude. How is she introduced? Oh, she's not confident. You know that because she can't walk in heels. And then she fucking... Her suitcase just flies open and all her papers spill out everywhere and everyone's just ignoring her. And then what is she... She, like, sleeps in the office and wakes up. And literally all she does is, like, take her pants off and wear her sweater as a dress and then doesn't wear her glasses. And everyone's like, damn... She is, <laughs> she's hot. Yeah, like it's literally like, doesn't change anything. <laughs> it's the same outfit she wore the day before, just no pants. Ugh. And then, yeah, just literal cat fight at the end. Wonder Woman can't get a, she needs a guy or else she's not whole. Just, man, why? I know, and like the movie seems to go out of its way to show that she's a pathetic loser without a man, because like she is like at that uh, cafe yeah, by herself, cafe, and the guy's like, "Are you waiting on somebody else?" Uh, no, it's just me. And the guy like takes like <laughs> exaggerates taking all the stuff off of the <laughs> second place. Sorry. There's like yeah, this sad what, music give to playing another... as she's sitting by herself, drinking a Dude, glass of look, looking longingly, like just off camera, like two <laughs> degrees off camera, just looking sad, like pouting. It is so pathetic. And dude, her she is horrible in this movie. She's really bad. Like, I mean, any... she's never been that great of an actor. No, but I feel like at least with like the first Wonder Woman, the script was good enough. Well, she's charming. She had... Yeah, she had she's, to get she's to beautiful with... and she's charming, and so yeah. yeah. And she do, she does have like this cute innocence to her in the first Wonder Woman that you just like her. She's likable, but in this movie where she's expected to carry an well for one thing a, an entire movie on her own, but also with like a dramatic story, and she's supposed to convey all these emotions that her face can't make. Like it is just bad. Anytime she's supposed to look sad or contemplative or anything. Anytime she's supposed to be thinking, it just is rough to watch. And Kristen Wiig is a villain? Like, what the fuck, man? Uh, yeah. I don't know who the hell thought that was a good idea. Uh, yeah. Like, I'm I mean, fine with Kristen Wiig in the Was it right cast role. by the I same think... per? I mean, it's the same shit as Batman Forever. 
Oh, Jim yeah. Carrey? He'd be a great villain. Because he's kooky and quirky and he, he's wild. Well, yeah, but at least with... Uh, I can't believe I'm about to fucking defend <laughs> I'm sorry. Batman forever. I put you in this position. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But at least like with those movies, Joel Schumacher was at least like... in. He wasn't necessarily trying to make a piece of shit, but he was trying at least, to make uh, like, was, a campy, he, a campy. He movie. had a vision. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like he ba- had Batman Forever he, was someone's creative vision. Oh god, but yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, like Jules Schumacher, he made the thing that he wanted to make. Like he executed on the idea that him and the studio decided, or really what the studio wanted. But he was like, yeah, sure, I'll do that, and he did it. Yeah, and he had fun doing it, and he got to stare at. Uh, nipples and cod pieces all day and I'm sure he was very happy for that he was living his best life yeah yeah if you if 14 hours a day staring at Jim Carrey's bulge through a camera lens floats your boat uh, <laughs> more you know eat your heart out but and Val Kilmer's bat nipples yeah his fucking ass cheeks <laughs> anyways Dude, Batman Forever is a way better movie, honestly. It's like, it it's has style, it's yeah. lit better, it's shot better, has great cinematography, decent editing, way better soundtrack. Holy fuck, that soundtrack yeah. is awesome. Um, so yeah, once again, DC just makes another stinker. Just another waste of time, horrible, unfun experience that nobody should watch. Um, another... Another disgusting mass shot out of their stinking dumper. It's a, <laughs> it's the worst thing I've watched on HBO Max so far. I'll say that. And I have baby Baby's Day Out in my watch list. So, <laughs> dude, it's gonna get worse from here too. HBO is about to really shit the bed because we're we're also gonna get the Snyder cut, yeah. uh, which is gonna be a miserable, dismal, <sighs> awful, depressing, horrible piece of shit. Yes. It's gonna just be brooding and serious and bloated. Hang on, can we can we start a, a side podcast called the Snyder Cast? <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> that's just like a like an after episodes podcast for the Snyder. I'm, cut. I'm down. I, I'm not <laughs> like a limited series. <laughs> I'm down. In true I, HBO fashion. <laughs> I mean, I'm down. I in fair, I do actually. When they release the Snyder Cut, I'll probably watch at least the first episode. Because I'm, I'm just, I have to know. I'm, it's like a morbid curiosity. I'm gonna get strapped to that chair with those fucking eye clamps from Clockwork yeah. Orange and just binge <laughs> yeah. all seven hours and just fucking yeah. blow my brains out at the end. I'm gonna be like Dave at the end of 2001, going through the wormhole. <laughs> what does it all mean? It has to mean something. Dear God, it has to mean something. Just filled with existential dread, staring at the horrors in front of me as I watch my life waste away to nothing. (laughs) Yeah. God. Questioning my existence. Shove a speaker up your ass and blare (laughs) hallelujah through it. But the Leonard Cohen version. Yeah. Jesus, fuck. Yeah, and then... um... Yeah, DC is going to release like four movies a year. We're going to have three different Batman franchises at the same time. We have like four Jokers. They're still making Harley Quinn shit, I guess. Still waiting on that Batwoman movie. It's going to be awful. DC sucks. Fuck DC. (laughs) I'm over it, dude. I'm done. Yeah. 
I'm done talking about this crap. <laughs> I gotta take my melatonin gummies and go to bed. Do, do you think that this Fucking... is going to be the uh, the death of the big popcorn blockbuster movie? I hope so. I'm I'm tired of this shit, man. I haven't enjoyed any of the blockbuster movies I've watched in a I long time. Yeah, me too. I haven't enjoyed any since Infinity War. Well, Endgame, but that that's like yeah, a special well, that's what I thing. Meant, I guess. Yeah, those two movies. And even that's not that good. It's just like. It's more the payoff of the, the overarching. Story it's a payoff of it's a payoff of nostalgia, and it's fine, and it's fun. But it's good, yeah. It's it's it was uh, exactly what it needed to be. Yeah, but all this other shit is awful. I've I've hated every, all the Star Wars crap, all this DC crap. What other crap have I seen? <laughs> Fucking Jurassic <laughs> Park crap. Oh God, Fast and the Furious Nine crap. Hobbs yeah. and Shaw, fucking yeah, fucking blow me. Spy- the last Spider-Man made me want to self-harm. Oh yeah, that was atrocious. Did you ever end up seeing any of uh, Far From Home? I watched parts of it. Yeah, it's very bad. Haven't enjoyed any of it. <laughs> I'm intrigued about this next movie since there's going to be some Spider-Verse shit going on. It's interesting. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I'm. I can't. I'm not going to hold my breath. <laughs> yeah, please don't. But we'll see. Yeah, it's not looking promising. Um, but yeah, I hope I hope this is the end of it. I hope these fucking billion dollar franchise franchises come crashing down to their knees like fucking Ozymandias. Not the <laughs> I do too. superhero. I really the, do. The poem. But um yeah, look I really, I really look, do look upon too. I my that, my works, ye mighty in despair. Yeah, I hope that the two hundred million dollar movie is, will disappear for a while. It, or that it we'll, won't. We'll have, like, I mean, they're still making know, them. One every two years. Yeah, it'll be a couple of years. There'll still be some that'll, that'll trickle off. I'm not expecting it to immediately happen right now. But I am hoping that the trend in the in the coming years dies off a little bit. So that maybe instead of having seven $200 million, uh, $200 million movies a year, we get maybe one. Yeah. That would be fine. Yeah, well, you know, I didn't end up needing this gun for the second Civil War, but at least I have it for when Justice League 2 comes out. <laughs> yeah, so you can fucking blow away all the Snyder fanboys. Well, shut the <laughs> no, fuck up. My, myself. Or, oh, yeah, I was um, just going to say. <laughs> do you, do you want to share? Was, uh... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be like the mist. <laughs> It'll be the same amount of people too, because the theaters will still be social distancing, and there'll be like fucking four people in the theater. We'll just pass it around. It'll be you, me, and a couple old people who were there to see it on a matinee. Yeah, we thought it was something else. It's nine thirty on a Tuesday. This is it, the Super Friends that I remember. (laughs) Well, this is it, the Justice Friends. Where's the talking dog? I want crypto. Jesus Christ. Said no one ever. Fuck crypto. It's the only dog I've ever hated. Like <laughs> I didn't realize that was a, a, a series on Cartoon Network for a while. I thought it was just a thing that they made for Cartoon Network. I didn't know until like a few years ago that crypto was like legit. Yeah, crypto's really. Actually, I take it back. I also hate Scooby Doo and Scrappy Doo, but yeah, they're all the same. They're all the same. Everybody shit. hates Scrappy. Even people, I, I like Scooby Doo, and even I hate Scrappy. Ah, Scooby Doo could fucking die in a fire <laughs> next to Wonder Woman. Well, I'm, I'm done. I'm signing off. Got to drink my fucking nighttime tea. Take my gummies. Oh, yeah. Real quick. A little context. So uh, I used to 
go to work at 2 p.m. Right. But my schedule abruptly changed, and now I get off work at 2 p.m. So I go to work at 6, and mm. I'm used to not waking up till about 10 o'clock or so, rolling out of bed, having lunch, and then going to work. I kind of prefer early shifts, though. No, I do, too. I just, my body hasn't adjusted, that's all. Yeah, I feel you. I, feel, um, yeah. I, I enjoy getting off at 2, and I can be a morning person when, you know, I'm on that schedule of going to bed at a decent time and stuff. But I'm not there yet, and my body hurts. And I have to take every measurable step possible to make sure I go to bed and stay asleep. So I'll be uh, drinking a Manhattan, drinking some sleepy time tea, taking two melatonins, and then maybe uh, hitting myself in the head really hard. Have you thought about trying heroin? <laughs> well, I got to get a full eight hours. I, would, I think that lasts like oh, you six. Oh, you don't want 12? <laughs> oh, that's right. 12. Well, yeah. Yeah, I was thinking just, of just I was thinking of some other drug. It'll be fine. What's that? Let's try freebasing. It'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be really relaxing. No, I'll just do that thing with the neck and the belt that Michael Hutchins was into. <laughs> Pull with David Carradine. Yeah, exactly. Sleep for a real long time. <laughs> I'll really be a welfare queen then when the state has to pay for my funeral because I have no money saved up to bury myself and no next of kin. Wow, that was certainly a direction to take that conversation. So <laughs> I'm out of here. Good, try and get some sleep <laughs> and not think about Wonder Woman anymore. Uh, so, it's been real. It's been real interesting. So thank you for joining me, Robbie. Of course. Thank you for listening. If you like the show and you want to hear more, uh, just listen again sometime. We're going to try to put out episodes every Wednesday. We probably won't, but we're going to try. <laughs> and if you want to support the show, you can buy a shirt from the link in our Instagram bio at a pod, the pod, and, uh, feel free to drop us a line sometime. Let us know, uh, if you like or dislike the show, we're open to criticism. Actually don't do that. Uh, only tell us if you like us, Robbie, uh, do you have anything you need to add? Uh, 